0: Hello again everybody and welcome to another Our Time Community Show. Thanks for tuning in. Super excited to have my friend Chef Hank with <laughs> us today. We've been talking stories before the show but a friend Chef Hank, how you doing sir?
1: Doing well, doing well. Thanks for having me here today. Oh it's a pleasure man. It's a yeah.
0: pleasure. Well we got 15 minutes so we got to jump right in. So for those of the people and this could be watched anywhere mm-hmm. that don't know you just tell them a little bit about
1: yourself. Well I'm Chef Hank. I uh, run an organization called Let them eat. It's a nonprofit organization. We do uh, food insecurity. Um, I have an extensive background in the restaurant, food and beverage industry. Mm. And, you know, I, I got this profound message from God to divert those attentions in the industry and do something more along his calling. Mm. So you guys, tell
0: me more specifically. So give me an example of something you might do. You go and ma- you're making food and then helping the, is it the homeless and the hungry? Is that both? Well, I mean, right?
1: food insecurity is is basically the term that we try to address okay. these okay. days. Uh, and, and the whole thing about us is is being, mo- mo- being mobile. Our, oh, that's our right. mission is mobile food provisions, prepared with care and served with compassion to those in need. Mm. So basically the idea was to take this... Concept of taking food provisions, food meals, what we do professionally as chefs, and taking them to the areas that they're most needed.
0: All right. So, so in backing up, so you were a chef in a different sector, and then you brought that in to the servant sector. Mm -hmm. Make sure. I I thought I had it right. (laughs) Yeah. Cut that. So how how important, uh, without saying, you know, is is faith, you know, and, and whatever, if you feel like saying, in, in mm-hmm. terms of your outreach and what you want to do and in terms of who, who makes what it makes up of Hank Right.
1: I mean, it's, it's incredibly important. I mean, we all have a journey in life and we, you know, we grow up and, you know, we, whatever our path is, we look back someday and wonder, hey, well, why did we take this path? Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just been a profound experience for me. To understand, first of all, I chose the restaurant industry because I wanted a path of something that I enjoyed doing, which was food. And I had a family and I wanted to raise my family and not worry about what I did for a living, but, you know, get into some things that I enjoy. And after time, we all, you know, get a little older and and we don't we don't have the same legs as we did. Or or know how to turn off our phones. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So we we try to figure out a way to, to, okay, what's next for us? Right. And, and I've been fortunate enough to just have a true experience with developing a relationship with God that, I mean, he's lit, lit a path for me mm. and truly shown me all the things that I've done, all the things, good or bad, that I've been through. These are things that I'm literally able to apply now to, to, to be his hands and feet and serve those in our communities.
0: Well, and, and that's the thing I think with this show is is people feel um, oftentimes that when they talk about their faith, they're talking about people judging them and, you know, throwing a Bible verse at them. I'm trying to use that. For, you know, and, and, and I feel that our past, if we know from it correctly, has helped God's help prepare us for our future. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that I'd be sitting here doing this or doing the media things I do, but I feel... Um, I was prepared for the moment. Right. You know, and and I've taken it very seriously. So how about family and friends, Uh, Chef Hank? uh, How important are those those bedrocks to
1: you? Well, you know, I mean, we as a family lived a modest life. My my parents are fortunately still with me. So they're great influences in, in my life. Uh, but we often talk about legacy. You know, mm-hmm. what, what are we leaving behind for for our kids? And most of the time in society, we think about legacy being monetary, oh, being right. being being money. Right. And uh, it, for me, it's about character. It's about what what am, what am I putting good into society that my children or others that I've mentored throughout my career can look at and say, yeah, I know that guy. I mean, his character is is high volume and he really means what he's doing. Yeah. And that's a big thing for me now. You know, I'm I, you know, probably never going to be rich according to whatever that society standard is. But the deeds and, and the heart in which, you know, we go about our business with we'll Let him Meat doing what we do, more valuable than anything oh, that, that I could ever, ever imagine.
0: And, you know, what's funny is I've seen some people that, uh, I mean, I just only knows how much earthly dollars they have in their savings account that are miserable people Mm -hmm. i mean what i mean by miserable they don't let their enjoying one second of right and uh but counting their money and um i've never been one to You know, I grind it out each day, but I'm with you. What I leave behind for my three daughters and my my wife and, you know, I take all these opportunities very seriously Mm -hmm. in terms of um, trying to make a difference because that word legacy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's
0: far bigger than money. I think it's what's going to be your grandkids one day or great grandkids are going to say, here's what the stories that were told. Right. Yep. And that's that goes so far beyond a dollar in the bank. Yep, absolutely. What do you feel, uh, you've been, you know, boots on the ground for 24 months, uh, especially during this pandemic and and saying that it looks like we're kind of coming out the other side. But, you know, mental fitness with you see people, spiritual fitness, uh, you, know, you know, we always want to think of physical fitness. But, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, there's some people that you're seeing struggling more than others. Because I've seen some people that even though they can go back out and do things again, they're kind of saying, I don't. I don't feel comfortable with that yet. I mean, Mm. what are you seeing out there?
1: I mean, things are different, you know, and I I feel like God has shown us something about us and, and the way we carry ourselves in society. I mean, a lot of us have the same experiences about how you know god brought my entire family back in the house again and you know my adult children uh daughters are all college age and my son so everybody's there yeah that takes some getting used to yeah. we got used to <laughs> yeah, right. everything is cool but now it's time to <laughs> yeah, but, you know for, every, you. for everybody I to of, kind of be in their own way uh but out there a part of our, our ministry and mission again is about serving that element with compassion mm-hmm. you know we know what those images look like in in those historic situations of dire need, and we want people to feel good about what's going on. And when they come to us, that's why we have the whole food truck concept.
0: So in that, you, we'll go a little deeper there. So you can you're you're going to them, mm-hmm. right? And then we're in Metro Atlanta. So how, are you covering all of Metro Atlanta, or do you go to a lot, I mean, I know you go to a lot of different places.
1: I mean, we're based in Gwinnett, the southern end. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of our services are down there. So we we know that that's a particular area sure. of need, uh, but we go wherever the need is. You know, okay. of course, you know, things cost money. Our, our organization has to be funded in regards to what we need. So whenever we can, that was a big thing about how God led me into this. It was just like, just go do. So yeah. wherever you knew it was a need, that's where we would go. We wow. would deliver meals. We would partner with other churches in areas and we would send meals to them and they would distribute the meals. Uh, now, like I say, that we have the food truck. Our, you know, we we go into going to downtown with the food truck and we serve hot meals. So that way, you have people. It looks like a festival atmosphere. You know, it's not yeah. like I'm going into a soup kitchen and, yeah. and just everybody's okay. lined up. You know, we play music, we engage and love on people, and they come to the window and we serve them just like they would be served if they were at a downtown festival okay. or something.
0: And that's what I was trying to say. So, all right, so. We our mutual friend Laura Drake with uh, mm-hmm. South Queens, Southeastern Now, so so, how does that interplay with like what you might do? Do you, you would you end up taking some of that food? I, I'm I'm just trying to think for the average person, and then using it and going and serving.
1: Well, I mean, I'm glad you mentioned my good friend Laura Drake. She, <laughs> yeah, you she, two are the best. She she's been tremendous for just me in general and, and serving and, and a great great mentor for me in this line of work that uh, God has led me to. But, you know, we 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 have the same type of operation in regards to a partnership with the Atlanta Community Food oh, Bank. OK, OK. So we get resources that way. Uh, one of our core values is eliminating food waste. Mm. So we know that, you know, prior to the pandemic, restaurants, grocery stores, they just throw this stuff out. Yeah. You know, and, and I've worked in these industries where, no, we're not going to give it away. We have to this because we're worried about somebody taking it and doing something with it. Well, we had to have a pandemic for people to realize that man, you cannot throw this stuff away. And people need because, it because because people need it. Yes. So we we've been able to tie into a lot of different organizations and partners that have been just instrumental in getting us what we need to fit our core model, which is the the meal program. So you know we have the prepackaged meals with a vegetable starch protein and bread in them. So we just try to put those components together based on that, you know, getting the rice and the potatoes and where we're getting the vegetables from. So you're really
0: looking at still feeding nutritionally.
1: Yep, yeah, we we definitely try to take care of all those components nutritionally. And then also, like I say, you know, having a partnership with the Atlanta Community Food Bank, which has been tremendous for us. Now now we can add a supplemental pantry distribution also. So we do and like do the same things that Laura and some of the other co-ops do in the area and just making sure they got the canned goods, the cereals and things of that nature in addition to the meals.
0: Yeah, I was familiar, um, probably 15 years ago, I worked on, on one of the boards of uh, an Atlanta Community Food Bank and just seeing, um, the mammoth operation and then mm-hmm. seeing, it. it took me a while to understand how all it worked. You oh, know? Yeah. cause I, I was thinking, okay, people cut, co- well, not necessarily. They were out sending food to these places. And, and I got to firsthand experience a little bit what you're talking about, about grocery waste or grocery waste or a restaurant waste. So have you seen a difference, especially since restaurants, obviously you, you come from that have been, were hit probably some of the hardest yep. during the last 24 months. Uh, have they had more of an open mind on, you know, giving away or helping with food since the pandemic?
1: There are a lot of organizations that's come come about to help them with that, because, you know, it's a lot of work to just say from a restaurant standpoint, how are we going to distribute our leftovers or something like that? You know, we wanna maintain safety in everything we sure. do. So from our perspective, our organization, we use professional chefs because we wanna make sure we maintain the safety integrity of everything that we're operating with. But restaurants in general have become a little bit, but they, they're they still in a, in, a, in a little struggle now. You know, yeah. trying to get those required numbers in order to make those margins.
0: Well, so is this something I don't know from your life? So at the end of the day, I mean, just pick anything. Restaurant ABC, you know, they have whatever meat, whatever this. I mean, is that what was typically you're explaining? They just throw it out at the end of the day and, and it maybe was 7% of the food left for the day. But is that was that the standard operating for a it's lot mostly of Mostly
1: quality. You know, okay. it's like the stuff wasn't bad. It was just this is our standard. You know, so then they try to meet those standards and not overproduce. So then now all of a sudden they got a system with this is how much we're buying. This is what our food cost margins are and things like that. So they were able to streamline what they were doing in addition to trying to make sure that, you know, they had enough but not had too much. So they didn't have waste but you're always gonna have waste in those situations. And because the bottom kind of fell out with COVID so rapidly and no one knew how to adjust, then there was a big period of time in there where you had so much of a surplus of food that it needed to go somewhere. And the government stepped in, some of the schools sure. stepped in and everybody kind of stepped up to the plate to make sure it got where it needed to go.
0: Now food is uh, yeah well for me anyway, here's where the where the heart is <laughs> and it does maybe not do that as much yeah but, uh, All right, we've got a couple of minutes left. so so tell me something you're uh, really uh, looking for something fun you're looking forward to in 2022? Any part of your life?
1: Really just getting out there and continuing to love on people. Mm. You know, I wanna keep telling this story about how God has led me to this path and that it's not work anymore. It's just truly a journey of all these things you've learned There's been some tough times in the restaurant industry that now are just the most profound lessons Mm. that's going to enable me to go even further in what we're doing. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about uh, getting volunteers and other people involved Uh, and and just the future of what this is. I always say it doesn't matter who does this as long as it gets done. So let them eat is a model for not just us to hoard over, but. You know, we want churches all over the country and anybody else to know that this is possible. You just have to have faith and go and just do the work.
0: Well, maybe this has been your boots on the ground and you can help empower other people who may not know where to start. Right. And, uh, and that's what I see with you doing a—not uh, you, your whole team, everybody. Just mm-hmm. an amazing job at uh, meeting people where they are and right. and following God's call in your life because it's sometimes difficult to know. And you, mm-hmm. you seem pretty crystal clear on it, but it's— um. I want to tell you, just uh, as a person that watches, it's uh, uh, people like you and Laura, whatever, uh, you know, I hold in the highest regard for how you live your life. That legacy is powerful. Yeah. So, final thing um, future, uh, just um, any final words that, like, there's a person out there listening. We had like one minute left, but they're listening. They're down. Maybe they're not hungry, but they're just. They're, they've been kind of alone for 24 months. What might you say to that person right now listening, just to uh, give them a little little encouragement?
1: You're not alone, you know, you're not alone. It's, it's our job as people, hmm. not businesses, not corporations, not churches. It's our job as people to look after one another. You know, that's what God calls us to do. That's what I'm proud to be doing and, and also leading other people and young people to do also, to just understand that it is definitely, the best part of life is, is giving of yourself. So we're here for you, and and it's going to be there.
0: All right. We'll get all the details up. Chef, Man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Thanks a lot. This has been the Community Connection Show with Ryan Sowers. Stay on the lookout for new or past shows with community leaders wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want to see the video interview of any show visit communityconnectionstv.com. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and we will see you next time.